the sky ain't a worry in my mind. Looks like we're in the clear, clear, clear just to live in the What is going on you guys and welcome back to another video. My name is Brandon. I'm joined today with my father Mark. And today we have another episode of Stock Battles. Two stocks to buy going into the month of June 2021. Always do your own research and due diligence, but we want to share with you a couple of stocks that we are liking at the moment, and you guys will be the judge as to which is the better choice by leaving a comment down below. Should I start this one off, Dad? I think I will. I think you should start this one off, Brandon. I think I will. So I'll just take over the screen here, and we're going to be starting off with a Canadian selection. It's the company Algonquin Power. By the way, if you do enjoy these types of videos and uh, you like the stocks to buy, please do drop a thumbs up on the video. But the ticker that we'd be looking at here is AQN.TO. It's a fun little dividend utility play in Canada, and they are down about 17% since about February of earlier this year. It is a smaller cap company. We note the $11.33 billion market cap. The dividend today is actually looking quite nice at 4.48%. And for those of you that are not familiar with the company Algonquin Power, this is a North American utility company. And this would include services and um, operations in areas with water, natural gases, uh, natural gas, electricity, and wind farms are actually a big part of this business's revenue. This spans all across the US and Canada, and there is actually some slight international exposure into areas like Chile and Bermuda. If you take a look at the chart that I have on the screen, you will see their operations kind of scattered across the board. And those do break up down from a corporate structure between Algonquin Power Corp, you have Liberty Utilities, and you have Liberty Power. And one thing that I'd like to actually mention dates back to 2018, when this company took about a 40%, well, they bumped up their stake to about a 40% stake in the company AY, or Atlantica Yield. This is a very well-developed renewable play, and it actually gives this company a well-rounded a foothold into the green space, which I know is of very high interest and popularity these days. In fact, this company is targeting, as with most, to be a more sustainable company with 75% renewable generation over the coming years, reducing emissions really the whole nine yards. And this goes uh, without saying for a majority of utility companies that we would cover and we'd feel confident on this channel. About 80%, actually a little bit more than 80% of this company's earnings come from regulated sources. And what that means that you can really uh, rely on a company like this, it's quite stable and quite predictable when it comes to generating cash flow. I'd like to start this section on Algonquin Power Off by highlighting the dividend, a very key aspect of owning a stock like this. Just recently, three weeks ago, they, they announced a 10% increase to the dividend. This is a dividend that has been growing for seven years and counting here in the Canadian market. What they pay currently in Canadian dollars is about 20 cents per quarter. And as I mentioned, that's a dividend right in that 4.45, 4.5 range. And actually over the past couple of years, you'll note the dividend was in the 3% range territory as the stock had actually done quite well. But because the stock is pulling back, we are seeing that starting yield start to creep up. And actually, if I put up a chart on the screen here, it goes without saying that the dividends included in this company's total return are huge for shareholders. On a five-year number, the share prices are up 61%, which is not bad for a utility play. But when you factor in those dividends, with those dividends reinvested, your total return is up above 102%. And why this stock is one that I think is of interest today is if you take a look on the screen, price to earnings ratio today is sitting at about 10 to 11 times. Now, that is significantly below its five-year average of 25. And even if we took a look at the index over on the far right side of the screen, 
we see the index trading at a multiple of 19 times. So quite a significant difference there in valuation metric. I'd start to say this is starting to look like a fairly attractive uh, option in the Canadian market. A couple things that I do think is worth considering when it comes to a company like Algonquin Power, a kind of a red flag that I came across was when I looked at the uh, amount of dilution or the shares that are out in the market, there is some dilution that is present. You can see why I've highlighted in red, the number of outstanding shares have consistently climbed. We do see as well, CapEx spending is increasing. And when you want to be a fun, exciting, renewable company that does not come at a, a cheap cost. In fact, the infrastructure that is required, I mean, that kind of comes with the territory. That said, I would consider this one of the top or one of the better utility or renewable options that we have here in the Canadian market. As I mentioned, the shares have done quite well since COVID. And I think that this pullback is actually quite healthy. You know, 60% run off lows for a boring utility company, which isn't necessarily growing that fast. I think that may be a little bit of an overstatement or a little bit, um, a little bit too too much. So to see the stock pulling back 17%, I think that this is simply a chance to buy the dip on a company that you could hold in your portfolio, collect dividends along the way and ride it out for the long term. So the shares today trade at $18.52 Canadian. Do make sure that you're looking at the Canadian option because they do trade over on the New York Stock Exchange. I believe it is. And I mean, that's not the end of the world, but here in Canada, we do want to be looking at the Canadian options. That I think I can turn over to you, Dad. Um, if you like that pick, first of all, guys, leave a thumbs up again. That totally does help the algorithm. It helps the channel and leave your comments down below what you think of my option for today. I'll hand it over to you uh, to hear some of your insights. Well, Brandon, we're going to go from one side of the spectrum to the other. And, and uh, I'm going south of the border with a company. Uh, you started off, I think, saying by Algonquin Power. Maybe a lot of people don't recognize the name. I'm going to start mm -hmm. with a name that you will all recognize. You've used their product. I can guarantee it. The company I'm going to cover today is the first time I've looked in depth at the company, Microsoft, at least on this channel. So Microsoft, uh, the ticker is uh, MSFT. It trades for around $250 US right now uh, on the NASDAQ. Microsoft is a an almost a $2 trillion company. So huge in size. In fact, a second only to Apple. It's the second largest company currently by market cap on the planet. There's a, you know, in this battle, we're looking right now at uh, a company that we can grow, that we can buy that will provide us with growth. But also I feel it's critical right now to have some downside uh, protection, or I would say more than the downside protection, the stability, uh, uh, the reliability of the company. Hey everybody, it's Brandon here. I'd like to interrupt today's episode very briefly to remind you that if you're looking for more training in the Canadian stock market, don't hesitate to check out our Investing Academy. For the low cost of only $19.95 Canadian, you can join our private membership group and get access to our top stock picks, trade calls, portfolio insights, and a variety of tools that are helping our members all across the country better their own investing journeys. All it takes is one great stock idea or tip, and that alone can cover years and years of your subscription to our membership group. If you're looking for some additional video training to broaden your knowledge and expand your understanding of the stock market in Canada, we do of course offer a fully video online training program where you can learn from the comfort of your home amongst a variety of students across the country. Both of these products can be found at www.theinvestingacademy.ca where you can sign up for them online or schedule a call with us to learn more. Now back to our scheduled episode.
going to show you a couple of charts right now just to show where we're at in the market. So the first chart is the Schiller price to earnings ratio. And you'll see it's trading north of 37. If you look back over the years, very rarely does the does the uh, the, this PE rate, uh, measurement get that high. And when it has been this high before, it hasn't been pretty in the months to follow. Am I predicting a market crash right now? Absolutely not. But we have to be careful. I'm looking at a company that will, if or if and when the markets do turn, will protect us on the downside there. Another chart I'm going to show you is the current number of IPOs. And if we look at 20 and 2021, 20, uh, 480 mm -hmm. IPOs last year, 495 year to date in 2021. The last time we saw numbers even close to this was... 2000 and what happened Tech, in 2000 yeah. 2001 and so uh, am i am i saying that we're on the precipice of the crash nobody knows that for sure i'm just saying in addition to a company that offers growth right now you need something something that is safe and microsoft today is one of only two companies that standard and poor's rates with a triple a credit rating that's just one of the things that you want to factor in when you're looking at a company to add to your portfolio now so i would say you know, right now, why am I saying that I'm looking seriously at, at a company that are this being a company you might want to add to your portfolio today? Well, like you, you said Algonquin had pulled back recently. Microsoft has also pulled back and it's a bit of a stunner to me. They pulled back uh, about 9%, almost 9% mm -hmm. off of their recent highs. Now, this comes uh, this comes on the heels of some of a really nice, you know, uh, earnings report, really nice quarterly report. So it's a little bit unusual. This next chart is going to show you something interesting here. When Microsoft historically has pulled back by this point, which is very rare, the chart I'm showing you, if you look at the the red line at the bottom, that is a nine percent drawdown from you know, from, you know a nine percent decline in the stock. You're going to see only a couple of occasions over the last ten years where that's happened. And so uh, this company is very stable from that perspective. And so this tends to me, it's saying this may be a good opportunity right, right now. What's mm -hmm. happening today? Let's, let's look at their most recent earnings. Now, these are Q3 earnings. The fiscal year for Microsoft is uh, June 30th. So uh, even though we're just early in this year, this is Q3 2021 fiscal year. So we look at these. This company truly is firing on all cylinders. When we look through their major divisions and look at the growth, there are three segments that they operate out of productivity and business processes. Growth, 15%. Intelligent cloud division, growth, 23%. More personal computing, growth, 19%. Revenue, 19%. As you look down this chart, it is uh, just fascinating to see how uh, on every cylinder they're growing, growing, growing. If we take a little more granular look, I'm not going to get into each one of these and take up a whole bunch of time, but we'll put the chart up here and you can pause it if you want to look at. This breaks down each of those key segments and you can see some of the strong growth numbers there. That's what has happened what's expected to happen going forward. So when you just look at Microsoft guidance, and I always take guidance with a grain of salt, but it is a part of the equation. You look at what they're projecting going forward. Again, across all segments, you're looking at a, uh, a, a growth number, not huge, but good solid growth. That's really important at a time like this. For those of you who know the type of companies I, I like to own, I like to own companies that have diverse revenue streams. Uh, you know, Microsoft is, is uh, you know, a, a king in that area there. You look at their, uh, this, this next chart is broken down between their three, their three segments. In each of those segments, there's going to be products, there's going to be services that we all tend to use on a daily basis. The intelligent cloud segment is the leader. It's the largest segment. It also, in this past reporting period, uh, grew the fastest um, revenue growth at 
In the product and business segment, uh, Microsoft Teams, 145 million daily active users. Yes, this has definitely been helped as we've gone through COVID and, and you know, a lot of these types of services exploded. If there's a company that is going to continue that growth and isn't going to be a flash in the pan in that area, I would rely on a company like Microsoft. We use Teams ourselves and uh, you know it's a very reliable service. I remember you know starting in it years ago when it was not quite as reliable. They made a lot of improvements in that area right now. Look at LinkedIn. Uh, as you may recall, Microsoft bought LinkedIn a number of years ago, back in 2016, and paid what seemed to be an astronomical $26 billion for it. And there was mm -hmm. a lot of questions as to whether that would pay up. There's 756 million users today. I would say, uh, if you look at LinkedIn learning numbers, the users are up 80% uh, on a year-over-year -year basis. $3 billion in advertising revenues this last quarter. It looks like despite some shaky, a shaky start in the relationship, things have, um, have turned out quite well. Of course, Microsoft has their gaming division. You know, you've got their Xbox. Uh, Minecraft was bought back in 2014 for 2.5 billion. Wow, that's turned out to be uh, yeah. a, a cash cow. Recently on the gaming segment, they've acquired a uh, ZeniMax Media, which is an eight, was an $8 billion acquisition. And that just simply uh, you know, added to the depth of that part of their business. Lastly, in this area of business segments, they've recently signed a contract, a $22 billion contract with the US Army to provide uh, the augmented reality devices that will be used. Now that is spread over 10 years, so it's not a, a huge injection of $22 billion, uh, but that's, uh, again, just the depth of this mm -hmm. company. From a valuation perspective, and that's what we're looking at today, I, I mentioned that the price has, has pulled back recently. So what's caused that? Well, first of all, if you look at the PE ratio, two things with the with the price uh, of the of the company there's the share price pulling back and the rise the rising in the in the revenues earnings. or in the earnings right. yeah you're going to see the pe it went from a, around 35 not that long ago down to around 31 today that still is above the longer averages that they have. However, I think it's a, you know for a, a company of this magnitude with their earnings potential and their growth, that's a reasonable price that you would pay on there. Mm -hmm. On the earnings, uh, you know, staying on the earnings train here, the earnings are consistent, reliable from an earnings per share perspective. Currently, 22% growth, and that is under their five-year compound av uh, average growth rate of 43%. Very strong <laughs> earnings. Return on equity. I mean, they're 45% return on equity with the most recent reporting. And you compare that to the sector median of 7%. It shows you the strength of this company. Dividends, let's have a quick look at dividends. Microsoft pays just under 1%. It's a, you know, in the big scheme of things, a relatively uh, low dividend, but it is consistent with the industry, uh, the industry itself or the sector itself. Payout ratio is currently 29%. The dividends per share recently raised. They've been raising them very nicely over the years. 56, uh, 56 cents quarterly, up 9.8% from the previous uh, year. In the last quarter, they returned $10 billion to shareholders. This is always something you have to look at. $5.8 billion in share repurchases, $4.2 billion in dividends. Finally, my look at this, if you look at the price target. So this is something, this isn't the be all and end all, but Wall Street uh, has the price target set currently at about $294. The share price is trading, well, as of today at $250. So there's uh, a lot of potential upside to this company for all those reasons. You know, Microsoft is not a really cool stock like a, an Amazon or or like a, a you know some of the other ones that a are Tesla kind of, or I, I, like a Tesla or even a Tencent that are trading uh, at those big valuations today. But it is, uh, it's got strong pricing power. 
in you know when the markets turn of course microsoft like everything else will correct along with that but from a company that i want to own right now to have great potential growth going forward and some of that downside pretend, uh, potential with their well-balanced business model uh, microsoft is my pick for this stock battle and we'll see uh, see where the chips may fall We'll see where the chips may fall. That, holy, <laughs> that was a great presentation, Dad. I, I have to say, even I may vote for Microsoft oh. after hearing that. It's hard <laughs> to argue with a company like that. But hey, that's the point of this battle. Two very different companies. Yeah. And again, for maybe two very different types of investors. And we want to hear from you guys, the viewers, which one you prefer. And uh, maybe you can also leave in the comments a little reasoning why we're always here to read the comments. We, Although we can't get to every single one of them, we do read every single one of them. Yeah. So every comment is appreciated. If you guys enjoyed today's video, by the way, drop a big thumbs up. That totally does help out. And um, I'm very curious to see what the viewers have in store for us on this one, Dad. I know it's been the, the previous stock battles have been pretty close um, neck and neck but yeah neck and neck so this one we'll see where it was we'll see like I say we'll see where the chips fall on this one and I think what we'll do Brandon for the next stock battle is maybe we'll do a recap of the ones we've done today we started this series back in March and mm -hmm. it'd be fun to look back and and uh, and, and have a see look how the they've done see what the see votes were done. for we yeah. will so do that so for our yeah. next stock battle we're gonna do a recap of our previous picks. Make sure you're subscribed and have the bell notification on for that. As always, by the way, we do have our investing academy down below. In fact, we actually, uh, as part of our private membership group, we're gonna be launching a new um, a stock picks, a monthly stock picks, or a list of our top picks. Uh, very high consideration. And if you're a member in that uh, community, of course, you're going to get access to that. But you can learn all about that down below. We do also offer courses and training. But I think that'll wrap it up for today's video. Yeah, unless you have any final words. No, I'll, get, I'll just say, uh, Microsoft, let's, let's, let's get those votes rolling in. That's all I have to say. Hey, Algonquin Power, I want to see I want to see some support. <laughs> Team Algonquin down below. And I don't want to, I, I don't want to, I'm going to buy both. No, -uh, this is a yeah. battle. We need a clear winner on this one. <laughs> you need, uh, what was the word you used? Let's say, see how the chips See settle? where the chips may fall. See where the chips may fall. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you guys for watching this video. Thanks. Stay tuned, yeah. subscribe, and we'll see you in the next one.